Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Schulich Pediatric Interest Group podcast. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. And today we are joined by Dr. Michael Gratton. Hello. Um, Dr. Gratton, would you like to introduce yourself and your specialty? Sure. So um, I'm, like you said, Mike Gratton. I'm a uh, pediatric cardiologist. Uh, I work at the Victoria Hospital in London. So why did you choose pediatrics and why pediatric cardiology specifically? Yeah, so um, I must say that I was always interested in the heart, um, really ever since I did undergrad and and graduate school. Um, So I always had that kind of interest. And I realized in med school that I I still was interested in it. Um, One of the things I realized, though, was that I really like pediatrics for, for a variety of reasons. Number one is I like the patients. Um, I like the type of cardiology that you get exposed to in pediatrics, which is, I think, a little bit more variety compared to maybe adult types of medicine. Um, and I was really drawn to just that that kind of being able to follow someone all the way through, you know, from being a newborn all the way up to basically being an adult. Mm-hmm. Do you mind sharing with us your educational path to entering pediatric cardiology? So kind of starting with your undergraduate um, degree and where it went from there? Sure, sure. So um, I, um, I'm i born and raised in Calgary and uh, I did my undergraduate uh, degree there. I did a bachelor's of zoology oh. and um, at the time they didn't have a like a health sciences or a medical sciences um, program. And I, I chose zoology because it gave me a lot of anatomy. It gave me a lot of physiology. I was already thinking about medicine at that point. Um, I went on to do a, a master's there in um, cardiac physiology, basically. So it was a lot of basic science stuff, um, but specifically looking at heart and lung physiology. And that was another, um, well, three years it, t- it took me to do that. Uh, after that, I did med school in, in Calgary again, and um, I then did my residency, my pediatrics residency in London. Um, cardiology and, and lots of the subspecialties, as you might know, you need to do fellowships as well after your general kind of medicine uh, residency. So I did my cardiology fellowship in Edmonton, and that's three years. And then I did additional training in echocardiography. Uh, in Toronto for another two years before coming back to London as a consultant. Wow, you've been all over. It's a a long road, but it was a good one as well. (laughs) Um, So what does your typical day look like? Yeah, so I'm an academic um, uh, physician. So that means that my day is balanced between, you know, clinical um, responsibilities as well as education and and research. There are some other administrative and leadership responsibilities, but those would be kind of the three areas that I focus on. So um, it's probably better to look more at an average week. Um, In an average week, I will do um, probably about two and a half to three days of really just clinical cardiology. And for me, that involves seeing people in my clinic, reading echocardiograms, and uh, I do um, fetal echocardiograms as well. So where we take pictures of fetuses with heart problems or potential heart problems, and then we can counsel uh, people uh, within the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so uh, that would probably be about two and a half to three days. And some of that is seeing patients, some of that is, you know, doing the letters and that kind of thing. Uh, the other time would be spent with education. And I have educational responsibilities both at the undergraduate level and the postgraduate level teaching residents. Um, and that could be anything from um, doing general pediatrics courses uh, through the school. It could be doing cardiology specific um, uh, courses. Um, I do some coaching. Uh, I do um, the same kind of things for the residents. And I do some higher level fellow teaching for um, adult cardiology fellows, as well as uh, NICU uh, fellows. Um, so that would probably be about 20% of my time. And then another 20% of my time would be working on various research projects um, in, in the field of pediatric cardiology. Um, every once in a while, not every once in a while, but every, every um, fifth week or so, I would be on call as well. So that would be dealing with any inpatient stuff that comes up. So what type of settings are you typically working in? So as a pediatric cardiologist, um, I would say most pediatric cardiologists are attached to some sort of hospital and some sort of academic institution. And certainly that's the same for me. So I work at Victoria Hospital and I don't have any other, other clinic. I do run you know, outpatient clinics, but they're all through the hospital. And probably the reason for that is we need to have a lot of other services uh, involved to really you know, do our thorough assessments. So that would include ECGs, echocardiograms, and, and some other things. There are some pediatric cardiologists that do have their own private practice. Um, it, it just, uh, it wasn't really something that I was interested in. And it's something that does take a little bit more organizing just because of the need for those, those different diagnostic tests. So how do you find the work-life balance of your career? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And I'd say that, you know, I, I've been working as a pediatric cardiologist for about six years. And even within that six years, it, it varies a little bit. So, um, you know, times of pandemic, it, it also, also changed things. I would say overall, I have managed to find a good balance between my work life and my personal life, although it does, it's something that I really need to um, continue to focus on to be able to maintain that because it, it, the work does tend to creep in a little bit. Um, I think that you have a little bit more control of things when you do your own private clinic setting. Um, um, but I think I have a little bit of control of things here as well. Uh, I would say that the pandemic has made things busier for everyone because it's made things a lot less efficient having to do virtual visits, but not having those virtual visits completely replace inpatient visits. You basically are seeing a lot more patients um, and needing to you know, work under not ideal circumstances. So it has been a little bit more of a struggle uh, over the last two years, but I don't think that's um, unique to my specialty. I think the other thing with pediatric cardiology is it kind of depends on what type of location you work in. So I talked about private versus hospital, but the other thing with pediatric cardiology is you can work at a center that does pediatric cardiac surgeries or, or not. And London does not do those surgeries. And that means that you don't have the opportunity to look after patients that are, are freshly post-operative but um, it also means that you don't have to 
be on call to deal with those complications when they happen. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a balance. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that you enjoy about your career? Uh, I really enjoy the patients. Um, I, I think being able to, you know, have that variety of having those newborns um, uh, and seeing, you know, even even mums and and parents that are getting ready to give birth to babies, um, to see those, you know, the cute toddlers and young children, and then to see them grow up into uh, teenagers. That's that's such a cool thing to be able to see and kind of help you know, at least to a certain extent, help my patients along in that journey. Um, so I, I think that's one of the really cool things that, that I, I really like about pediatric cardiology. Um, and um, I think I, I like the balance overall. So different types of problems in different age ranges. The fact that I can do some clinical, but I can also do some teaching, but I can also do some research. It just gives such a, a variety uh, to my practice. And I think it's something that will keep me engaged in my practice for a long time. So I'd say those are the biggest things. Is it often that you get to follow a patient from infancy to adolescence or young childhood? Well, I mean, it kind of depends on when, when you, when you meet them, I guess, you know, like I said, I've only been in practice for six years, but I, um, the first week that I was on call, I diagnosed a patient with quite a significant congenital heart disease and I still follow her now. So I've seen her from, you know, day zero of life, basically. So I met her on the first day she was born and now she's six and a half and, you know, going to school and, um, some of my more senior colleagues, they do have those patients that, that they've um, basically seen graduate into the adult world as well. So I, I think it certainly happens. Um, I guess it depends on how long you work for. <laughs> and are you mostly seeing patients with congenital heart diseases or what would you say the kind of distribution is? Of I'd say of that's the majority of patients that I see and then I follow long-term. Um, so uh, there, there are other big groups of patients that we see. If you think about the typical symptoms that you might refer someone for, chest pain or palpitations or fainting, syncope, you know, we see lots of those patients as well. The good news is that those are usually not related to primary cardiac problems in children. So we don't need to follow them for a long time. Um, so I'd say congenital is the biggest thing. Certainly there are some arrhythmias and some other functional issues that we would need to follow patients for long-term as well. Um, but, um, but to answer your question, yes, congenital would be the main thing. Cool. And so what are some of the challenges you find in your career? Um, so I would say probably one of the biggest ones in pediatric cardiology is that out of pediatric patients in general, our patients do have the potential to be quite sick. Um, so, you know, lots, I, I would say most of the time pediatric patients do well overall, but when they don't do well, that can be a little bit more challenging, especially when they're, you know, these young innocent children. Um, at the same time, it can be so rewarding when you see those patients thrive as well, but that, that still can, can be a challenge. Um, I'd say one of the other challenges is maintaining that balance between, you know, personal life and, and work life. And it's something that I've been successful with, but it, it still is a challenge and something that you have to work towards. Um, 
if you if you'd interviewed me a few years ago, I might have said just the the length of training for pediatric cardiology is a is a challenge. Um, but now that I've been working, and you know, I, I'm uh, I, I think I think it's worth it, um, given that you know I I I liked it so much, and um, it's not like you're doing the same thing for all of those years. You are still advancing in your in your specialty. In terms of the training. Are there a lot of um, like pediatric cardiology fellowships in Canada, or do you have to kind of go to a certain place to find that fellowship? Yeah, it's a it's a good question. So um, all of the if you're going to do a pediatric cardiology fellowship, it has to be at a center that does surgeries. Um, so you get the whole breadth of the uh, of the specialty. Um, so there are, I would say, three major places that are, are quite big programs. That would be Edmonton, Toronto, and, and Montreal, although Montreal is split into French and, and English. Um, there are um, three more um, places that do slightly smaller, that have slightly smaller, smaller fellowship programs. So that would be Vancouver, um, Ottawa, and Halifax. Um, and they offer lots of other good things. And, and if there are things that you might not see in those smaller programs, they'll make sure that you see it and that they'll give you opportunities to see it. So, um, but so, so there's about uh, six or seven, depending on if you split the two programs in Montreal up. Um, and, and I think, you know, in terms of how, how easy it is to get spots there, I, I think it varies. Um, Sometimes they're a little bit more popular, sometimes they're less popular. Um, but I, I think if you know people are interested and they've done done the work, it's fairly easy to get a spot. Interesting. Yeah, I, I was wondering, I guess with you, did you decide to go back out west because that's kind of where you're from or what was your interest with that? Um, I, I think that was part of it. I had done electives in both I wanted to do a larger center and I had done electives both in Edmonton and Toronto. And I just felt that Edmonton was a little bit better fit when I was, when I was there, it just felt a little bit more right. I don't know if it's anything that I, that's more tangible than that. Cool. Um, but I, I think it's good if, the, if, if you're thinking about different programs to be able to get out there and, and do electives, even if it's, um, even if it's for a short time, just to get a sense of what the program feels like. Cool. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? Um, just, I would say that one of the nice things about, you know, going into uh, a, a specialty um, kind of an ology is that you have a little bit more time to sort things out. So for me, I, yeah, I was interested in cardiology, but I also knew that I really liked pediatrics. So I went into pediatrics and I had another few years to really, you know, make sure I was, I was still interested in it. And I think that would be the same for any other pediatric specialty. The reality is it'd be the same for any adult specialty as well. You go into internal medicine and you have a little bit more time to decide what kind of specialty you're interested in. So that, that's kind of an advantage if you're, if you're not really sure, um, but you know that you're interested in pediatrics, for example. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We learned a lot about pediatric cardiology and we really appreciate your time, Dr. Grattan. You're welcome. It was my pleasure. And thank you everyone for listening. Please stay tuned for more episodes on different pediatric specialties.